By the way, All before right. we start, what are we talking about? Hockey. Yeah, probably. That for... yeah. Boston Bruins hockey. Wait, we talk hockey in this show? G- Jimmy, oh, by the way, uh, debut recording, right? Seconds in storms the castle and beats Hart to get this one off to a roaring start. Big moment in the hockey game. Work it down low. The Bruins are able to do that. Marshawn finds uh, Nick Ritchie down low, who finds Bergeron in that soft spot, and then a great play by Bergeron to find Pachanak. And at that point, Carter Hart is in a lot of trouble, and Pachanak carries that puck. Just dump one in here. Shan will carry in. He's bodied off. Pachanak. Over there for the moment, Krejci at the top with Spacey, breaks one, doesn't get through, pushes around the rebound, turn around, in front, they start getting, they score! It's the hat trick for Pasternak, who's tied the game with 15 seconds left! Boston B party, Boston B party, Boston B party. That was it here tonight, power play get to work and it's been fantastic all game, Pasternak and Krejci. Do a little back and forth. Uh, Bergeron gets body position in front. Hart able to make the first save. Provorov slow to get the stick on Bergeron, and he puts it home, and the Bruins are happy after this comeback victory. I think Sweeney's been mediocre at best. We still have the same problems now as we did four years ago. Three letters. B-O-B. Bob. He's going to steal the series. Face-off win again. Set play with McAvoy being very active. Carries that puck in, and now Philly's a man-on-man, and he's able to use the net in order to free up a play back out in front of the goal, and then it's just about paying the price. You know, we talked about it on the rebound chance for Frederick. Watch Marshawn. If you're Frederick, watch Marshawn. Watch Bergeron. I mean, you talk about hunting pucks and wanting a puck and scoring a goal. You want me to double down on this? If, if McAvoy comes out of here with two goals, I will eat crow for the rest of the year. I will not say a single bad word about him. And this has been, you know, a slugfest kind of hockey game where you got to fight for every inch, and they got themselves 1-1. They're doing a lot of good things. Crowley scores! A laser from outside! And the Bruins quickly rally from 1-0 down. Did Tyler figure out what the show's about yet? Welcome back to the Boston Bee Party. I'm David Rodriguez. Joining me tonight, Tyler Scales and Justin Ventola. Gentlemen, how are we doing? Doing great. Good, Dave. How's it going? Good, thank you. You guys done shoveling? Or are you going to do more in the morning? I don't know. I feel like at this point, Dave, I'm just letting it just build up. I'm so sick of shoveling right now. My <laughs> oh, gosh. yeah, my God. My snowblower broke, so. Oof, tough break. I could use a sponsor, Aaron's. Home Depot, whoever's <laughs> listening. <laughs> Lowe's. <laughs> Lowe's, thank you. <laughs> I, actually, I actually go to Lowe's. <laughs> hey, there you go. All right, so last uh, last week Bruins played Philadelphia twice, won both games. Bruins now sit at 8-1-2 and two for is that 12, uh, 16, 18 points. Way to do math on the fly there, Dave. Um, <laughs> they've had to come back and their last four games, we have David Pasternak, David Pasternak coming back. He looks like he was never even injured. Um, oh. Hat trick in the first game, four points, just on fire. Well, it's good to Absolute see. Stud. It was disgusting, absolutely. Uh, Philadelphia, though, I I'm starting to realize they're not who I thought they were. 
Um, Cottle, Hart looks like he's taken a little bit of a step back from last year. I mean, we've already seen them, what, four times? Half the times we're going to see him this season, you know, I think most of us had them at least in the playoffs, uh, if not winning it. So that just seems like a foregone conclusion right now. I don't know. That doesn't sound quite right. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But overall, we saw a couple of good games. I definitely like the second game better than I had been liking them. I I don't mind a 2-1 game. It was pretty – I felt like it was a fairly even game. Uh, fairly matched game for most of it. Uh, I think there was a, a slow start in the first period of that second game for the Bruins, but I mean, for the most part, it was a pretty back and forth game. I thought. Tyler, what, what were your thoughts on the last couple this last week of action? Uh, they were really good games. Uh, the Flyers came back better than they were playing when we played them the first time. So they're gonna definitely they're gonna be the guys that we were expecting them to be in the. And like the playoff run, they'll be a tough team for sure. Um, yeah, and Pasternak, he's back, like one hundred percent back. Yeah, no, I mean, I, honestly, um, Ty, I totally agree. I think hopefully in the playoffs they show off um, and show show their stuff. And oh, honestly, I, I wonder if it's more that the Bruins seem to have like purchased a bit of real estate in the heads of every single Philadelphia Flyer. I swear to God, especially with the last two wins where Philly was, you know, they were up a couple times and then he just kind of blew that lead. I feel like, how's that not kind of like, and they've only lost four four games to the Bruins. So how's that not like start to sit in your head as they're kind of like, um, we're, we're sort of like their Washington Capitals uh, are to us, you know? So I feel like that's kind of, I don't know if that's a little bit, but I also, I think they're young. I think they're building something great. I really do. They have a lot of good young players. Um, but I don't know if they know how to win yet either. So they're still kind of like a young, up-and-coming team. Um, but, yeah, all in all, decent games. You know what I mean? Absolutely entertaining. Like, love seeing the Bruins come back. Second game, I do agree, Dave. I like the back and forth a little bit. It was a little slower because um, I think, you know, after playing that much hockey and that much amount of time, you're kind of like a little dead in the legs uh, towards that later portion. But outside of that, pass knocks back. I mean, that kid's a stud. I love David Pasta, get me some pasta on a daily night, on a nightly basis. I had some pasta for lunch. Hey, ah, there we go. Tomorrow's Wednesday. You know what that means? Prince Spaghetti Day. Yes, that's how <laughs> that's how old I am. <laughs> All right. Um, before we go on to studs and duds, you know Jimmy is gonna try and meet up with us. He was working late tonight, uh, and if it comes down to it, uh, I guess it's gonna be. I'll put his uh, bet your ass picks in later. Hopefully he can join us in a little while. Um, and back to the Bruins. They were supposed to play two games against Buffalo. Those games end up being rescheduled for uh, one in March and one in April, I believe. But in doing so, they had to move two more games. Scheduled, uh, there'll be a back-to-back in April for what they moved. And then there'll just be another game a couple days earlier, I think, against the Islanders for the one that they moved in March. Uh, they just announced, I think it was yesterday, that there's going to be a fifth game they need to reschedule because they have to postpone the New Jersey Devil game later this week. So, I mean, this COVID thing is just taken out of control. Did you guys notice the new safety measures they took behind the benches? They ditched the glass? Yes, I did notice that they... they uh, I, I believe the broadcast has pointed out that they did take down the glass. So I thought that was interesting. Yeah, I, yeah, they were doing it to like something with airflow. 
Yeah, it it okay. seems like there's been a lot more contractions with um, hockey being an indoor sport than there has been with like football. Where yeah, there were some teams that it got out of control. Tennessee. Um, yeah. But for the most part, I think they kept it fairly locked down. The NFL, baseball, you know, they had their issues as well, but they kept it locked down. And when the NHL and the NBA were in their bubbles, they were. Uh, I feel like they were sitting pretty. I don't think there was a single NHL test once they were in the bubble. Yeah. Uh, that's what this season's going to look like. I asked earlier yep. in the year if you think that every game is going to get played, are you going to play all 56, or is it going to come down to win percentage? I think that's probably why I was so disappointed in the opening series against New Jersey. All right. On that note, let's go to studs and duds. One, two, three. Let's play three studs. Misplay back of the Boston goal, and Anders Lee tucks it in. One, two, three. And Tyler, why don't you start us off with your studs and does your studs this week? Well, my first stud is going to be David Postonok, obviously. He had about four points in these last two games, so he's been on absolute fire lately. And a, and a hat-trick again, which actually didn't lead them to win against those, the Flyers in the first game. Just MVP performance. Um, yeah. My second stub had to be Patrice Bergeron, who has had three points in those two last games. So, very good job from Bergeron. He's, he's living up to the name of being the captain, so... And my third stud would have to be the shots on net. Every game that the Bruins have had, once again, they have had more shots. I like at least around the like the mid thirties, which is what is expected to be of this team. Um, well, actually, in the last Flyers game, they had less shots just by one, but they've been putting a lot of pucks on the net. That's that's what helps them with the comebacks. Just more shots. That's going to be my studs. I like that shot one, uh, Tyler, for sure. I, I that, that that's a good one. It's both like a, I feel like it's almost both like a good thing and and but it can, it's also kind of like troublesome because I'm like, oh my god, are they taking this many shots and not scoring? Like, what what are these chances? So, but it's it's good to see them like shooting the puck. They really want to score. They really want to run the yeah. offensive zone. Uh, so I like that one. Yeah, putting um, pressure on the goalie is definitely been mo- most important in hockey. Right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah right. Just, like, some, throw it on net. You're starting to see some shots with purposes too. Sometimes, you know, you yeah. low off the pad so you can get the rebound. Smith's pretty good at that. Yeah. No, which is good. Purposeful shots. Um, so I I, I uh, agree with Ty. My first uh, stud as well is David Postnock. Um, Clay, it, I mean, the kid's just freaking awesome, and I mean, he's also developing his defensive game uh, as well. I notice him defensively. Um, he's filled out. He's gotten bigger. Uh, he wins puck battles more. Something that I think he kind of like had an issue with in his um, early development. Um, but he's just put on more weight. He's back checked really well. He had some great disrupting uh, defensive plays against Washington. I mean, he's now becoming your all around, like just complete player. And he's not even at his prime scoring age yet. So I'm just like Jesus, this kid. I mean, it seems so like um, 
Wayne Gretzky came out with a quote about Leon Dre say though, saying that like he that he personally and McDavid have to really try to score goals, even though McDavid makes it look really easy. But he said a guy like a guy like Dry it comes naturally for him. And I think the same can be said of Pasnock. Definitely MVP caliber player. I mean, absolute stud. Second one, it was a toss up between Bergeron and Marchand, but definitely has to be uh, I'm going with Marchand just because he's also he's not the captain, but he's an alternate now. And he was also just showing that, like, hey, not all these goals are going to be pretty. Sometimes you have to just, you know, get get the shit beat out of you, essentially. Drive to the front of the net and score that gritty goal like that if they're not coming. Um, so I think he's really stepped into his leadership role. And he's really playing, you know, at the top of his game. I love to see that. And my third one has to be Connor Clifton. I've lo- Like, I was down on him last week. I know he was one of my duds last week. But uh, since then, he's shown that he's really wanted to stay in the lineup, that he wants a fixture on this blue line. Um, he had a great fight against um, – oh, God, help me, guys. Uh, who, who was it? Um, Abel – Oh, shit. Abel-A? I, I Yeah. I, uh, that hyphen, yeah. Ah, shit. Yes. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> uh, I just looked at it earlier, too, to make sure that I could pronounce it, and I, I'm an idiot. Oh, God, I totally forget. Uh, <laughs> we suck. Good research, guys. I know, right? Seriously, Jesus. Wait, well, hey, that's how you know he's not like a huge player right anymore. I'll be, uh, oh, yeah, this is butchering. This is. This. <laughs> <laughs> Obey G- Kubel, I think. Uh, yeah, Obey Kubel. So I, like, yeah, yeah. All apologies. All apologies. That's just awful. Um, <laughs> that name's a nightmare. <laughs> to quote, no, to quote horrible bosses. <laughs> but I. Anyway, I, I, I loved I loved his little scrap the other day. Uh, he was making good plays all over the ice. And he landed a nice one on him, too. I don't know if you saw the slow-mo of it, but it was just like, you know, clear, just like right in the face. He felt that one. And I'm really bummed he's out of the lineup. But, you know, he's been, he was my third star. Tyler, I, I agree about the shots on goal. It is good to see. And with both you guys, I got Pastanak as my number one. How can you not – four games I mean, back, five goals, three assists, eight points. I mean – Seriously, uh, and I will I will have to come back and say that I I was probably wrong about mixing up the power play because it did look great those, these, <laughs> that in this game, uh, although it did go over two in the second Philly game, but I mean I I know why they're together. It's just sometimes I feel like they get stagnant. So if I got to eat some crow on that one, I absolutely will. Yeah. Um, I'm going with Bergeron as my. Third star. Oop, I skipped over my second. I'm sorry. I was going with Clifton. Uh, you threw me off there. I didn't think I, I was going to. I thought I was going to be the only one pull, pulling Clifton here. I like what I saw. Like you said, he definitely looks like he wants to be in the lineup. He has been pretty darn. I mean, he hasn't been terrible. And that fight was just. It was a good fight. He held his own against him. Like you said, stunned him, I think, with an, upper, an uppercut. And. You know, he just, he looks like he wants to be there, like you said. I don't think he's happy with being the seventh defenseman. So anybody on this team, I think, in these last couple of games, uh, all the defensemen know that at this point now they got to keep up or he's going to take their spot. And it'll be good to see him because he is fun to watch. And then I have Bergeron as my third star, uh, stud for this week because, I mean, captain, four points in that game the other night, the power play the, the power play game-winning goal in overtime you really can't say bad, but you know Marshawn would, was definitely an honorable mention in my debate there uh, Tyler, Duds So my first I was going to be Nick Ritchie, but after seeing this person's stats in the last two games, this guy who was a ghost, Anton Bleed I do not know who he is, but he is a bum, 
I, sorry, so we've got two penalty minutes, only one shot on goal, like three hits. That's a good instead one, of one which is just okay. But this guy is a ghost. I do not know why they're playing him. Jack Sednicket, I don't know if he's hurt or not, but yeah, he's been hurt. He he's, was, uh, yeah, yeah. But this guy has not been proving that he's been a good player for this team. I haven't seen good him do one, anything. Tyler. I forgot about him. Oh, man. Oh, that's good. Tyler, <laughs> that's that, that, he was. that right there ties into my, my dud that I came up with. Yeah, I'm going to steal that, too. No, no, no. no I'm not yeah. stealing it. <laughs> <laughs> and now my second dud's going to be Nick Ritchie. Uh, he is not producing – he's been producing points, but he's been – I think he had, like, he, I think he's in the negative for plus or minus, which is not great, but – not been not been too good for a player, but mm-hmm. yeah, I think my second does. So honestly, this team's been playing amazing. So I don't have too many does. That's gonna have to be my last one. I can't give a third one. All right. Well, then you have to give it to yourself, Justin. <laughs> uh, so you know what? So I have to just say uh, my number one um, done, and that was good one, Tyler. My gosh, but my number one has to be uh, Charlie Coyle. Um, Personally, just because he, um, I know he, he does have a couple goals on the season, I believe, but he's been just kind of just invisible out there. I, you don't, um, honestly, most of the time, you don't even know he's out there. Like, I have to see the number 13 to know, oh shit, that's Charlie Coyle down there. Um, but he really has not been good at all. And I think that's in a way, like, why Minnesota was so, like, I, I mean, in a way, kind of like did this kind of game away because, like, he did the same thing in Minnesota. There'd be periods where you'd notice him, and he'd be awesome. I mean, he's proven that in the playoffs. But then there's moments where, like, he's just not there. Like, he's he's gone ghost mode fully. And it, the worst part about it is he's got the size. He's got the speed. He's got the uh, puck possession ability to be, like, a top six sentiman. But, like, this is why he's on the third line because uh, he's just been uh, – I think even the other night, I think Cassie only played him, like, 13 minutes or something like that or – I, I don't quote me on that, but he did not play him that much. He was he was benched for a good portion of that game. Um, oh yeah, in the first game he got benched. Yeah, yeah, he was he was been. Oh, so thank you, Tyler. So that's my first dud. Uh, my second one, Anton Bleed. Thank you again, Tyler. Uh, I did not like him out there at all. I think he struggles to keep up at the NHL level, even on the fourth line, uh, and especially with like a guy like John Crowley. And he had those couple penalties, which really like, I mean, the Bruins won, but they did they won in spite of it. And I just, I, I haven't, I barely even noticed the guy. I don't think he should. And usually I like watching fourth liners, but he's just doesn't doesn't do it for me whatsoever. He has a ghost. Yeah, absolute ghost mode. So that was uh, that was a really good one. And uh, my third and final done also has to go to Nick Ritchie. But this guy who was all of a sudden like, you know, oh my god, like you know, he's got four goals, all the power play, woo, ghost mode. Even on the power play, official ghost mode. I mean, I think he's he's uh, you know playing better. I think he had one assist in the last actually, couple but, games. Yeah, he uh, and he's like you know I mean he throws his weight around I guess and he's a big stiff that goes in front of the net. But I'm like, dude, this guy. I mean, there's not much upside here. I don't think so. But anyway, yeah, that's no. what they're doing. It's good. I'm glad to see that. Uh... We pretty much all pick the same guys again. Um, <laughs> my, my, fir- my first thought is Nick, Nick Ritchie again. It goes five on five, starting to really fade into the background. Uh, he did, like I said, I believe he had one assist on the power play in the first um, Philly game this week. 
Uh, it, but other than that, you haven't seen him much. And you, it's not like even with a guy like Charlie Coyle when he's cold, you still see him with the puck and make trying to make some plays even if it's just not his night. And having said that, my second dud of uh, this week would be Charlie Coyle minus two in this game, this first Philly game that we're talking about to talk about in a minute and just been quiet for at least a week and a half. Really haven't seen him. Uh, you do see him here and there pass, uh, carrying the puck down, but Smith is way more prevalent right now. And my third dud is Carson Kuhlman. Uh, and Carson Kuhlman, you could not even keep Antoine Bleed from playing in this game. So, I mean, obviously, you're not. You, we've seen you a few times. Justin, you've alluded to it a few times. He's just speed. He's no shot. He's no awareness it seems like sometimes um but yeah so Carson Coleman you couldn't even keep Antoine Bleed out of the lineup and now Tyler knows who Antoine Bleed is so oh, I, mean, I mean Dave honestly Jesus you and Tyler Antoine Bleed and um Carson Coleman two of them totally forgot about that's probably why because, in yeah, a shortened season when injuries are oh gonna God. give you playing time and you're the extra skaters Make oh, the most Coleman. of it. Look at Bjork. We all thought Bjork was dead oh. and buried. You know, he, he, no. no, man. He's been playing his heart out. You know, he's taken on that Nordstrom type role. I don't think that, I think that's what they want him to be like, but I don't think he's there yet. But yeah, I mean, these, these younger guys, he, Clifton, look at him. Grizzly goes down. Now, what do you do with Clifton? Who comes out? Um, I'll pose that question no. and answer it anytime you want on this one. But who comes out when, um, Grizzly comes back. They've all been playing fairly well. Maybe one of the younger guys, Lausanne or Zaboral, needs a nap. A break, I should say. A nap. They're not really two-year-olds, Dave. <laughs> uh, right. I'm, glad, I'm glad you know this, Dave. Yeah. All right. That does it for studs and duds this week. And if Jimmy wants to show in, show up later, then too bad. He doesn't, he doesn't get to hear it. He's going to have to listen to it to hear you talk about McAvoy. Hey, listen, uh, our, our ears are saved, at least for this week. I know, because all three of his duds, I think, were going to be McAvoy. Oh, of course they were. Of course, because he didn't <laughs> score a goal. Oh, man. He texted, ah. he texted earlier. He was like, oh, are we on tonight? Because I got some stuff to say about that guy. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Proving my point. I, I don't think he could make the stats work. I don't think he's really working. Uh, I, yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't I, Honestly, like he's, I, I'm throwing the same thing back at him, but like he's, I, I feel like he's just not getting what I'm saying. So, like, you know, Jimmy, just yeah, okay. <laughs> 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 You're right, man. <laughs> Last Wednesday night, Boston in Philadelphia. Right, they were in Philly this time. I think yes. I have that marked yes. down yep. wrong. Uh, four to three overtime win for the Bruins. Thirty-five uh, shots on goal to twenty-five shots on goal. First period, David Pasenak opens up real quick, 12 seconds in. Nice little set play through the neutral zone off the face, open and face off. Uh, next goal didn't come until 15-29 of the second period. Kevin Hayes assisted by Travis Sanheim and is it Philippe Myers? Felipe, yeah, yeah. I, is it Felipe? Yeah. Felipe, yeah, it says like that. I, yeah. for, I forgot to double check that. You know, this is, I, I mentioned to you before we started, Justin, this is the one that Rask really needed to get. It hits him right in the webbing of his glove. You got to close that. And the way he was angled, I, I get it. He was moving right to left, I believe. Oh, le yeah, 
right to left, and uh, it just it just basically shoveled it right into the open into the net for him inside the post. Uh, next goal is uh, Jakub Voracek, a minute three seconds into the third period. Again, assisted by Sandheim and James Van Riemdyk. Vans Riemdyk. Oh, boy. <laughs> Real tongue Ram. twisters today. And I, I read Dr. <laughs> Seuss right before we came on, just to really loosen up the tongue. Um, McAvoy can't win a battle in the corner against James Van Riemsdyk. Uh, and a Philly bounce off of one of the Boston D-man's sticks. Voracek is just standing there all alone, right on the goal mouth and the, uh, next to the post, puts it in. Uh, I don't think there was anything Rask could have really done about that one. Uh, eight minutes, 41 seconds into the third. Joel Farabee gets a uh, gets a goal from Scott Lawton and James Van Riensdyk. This guy kills us every time. I don't. We should bring him to Boston just so he sucks. Van Riensdyk? Another one. Um, McAvoy can't keep it in at the blue line. This is. I think this is where Jimmy was gonna go. It was two on one the other way. Rask can't get over in time. I mean, you gotta respect the shot. But uh, he just. It was a bliss. It was a hell of a pass to a shot. Um, 12:05 third period. Boston on the power play. David Pasternak with the second of the game and fourth of the year from Patrice Bergeron and Nick Ritchie. This is the one good thing Ritchie did all week. Uh, good movement down low on the power play. Bergeron is right out in front, gets the pass, I think, from from Richie. Uh, obviously, dumbass. Um, <laughs> uh, and it looked like he was ready to take that quick buffer shot, and he just taps it over to Pasternak for the one-timer, who, you know, gets it past Hart. Uh, and then with 15 seconds to go in the game, Boston again on the power play. I think the refs... We were talking about the Super Bowl and the refs helping out. I think the refs were helping out a little late in this game, too. Um, he did, definitely, Dave. I agree with that. Uh, Pasternak with the hat trick and assisted by Brad Marchand and Patrice Bergeron. Definitely desperation on the power play right there. Uh, and Krejci's point shot bounces around a little bit. Pasternak thinks he's playing baseball. They made a big deal about Charlie Coyle playing baseball, but not Pasternak, apparently. <laughs> And 31 seconds into overtime, Boston's still on the power play, or yet on another power play, I should say. Because um, Lawton pulled that stupid interference. That was just blatant. Yeah. Now that, that one was blatant. Right. That was that, that was obvious. The ref had to call that one. Bergeron wins it sixth of the year from Pasternak and Krejci. Bergeron first shot off of Pasternak's slap pass was stopped, but he was able to get it up and over the pad to end the game. Game notes from this one. You know, I, I really didn't like them falling behind, but to quote Justin, and this one was to kind of dig at Jimmy a little bit, and he's not here, so that kind of <laughs> sucks, but he'll listen to this later. Uh, I didn't like them falling behind, but it was a ballsy win, mostly by Pasternak. Uh, yeah. And, you know. It, and to quote it, myself, come back men. <laughs> oh, now they're men. <laughs> <laughs> they're men, not boys. <laughs> yeah, I believe this was third straight comeback because you know the next game they went two to one and they were only down one nothing but they've been down multiple goals at least they had a lead before in this one and they didn't come all the way back i feel um justin thoughts on this game um so i i I mean dave like again like i'm not a fan of this whole comeback thing i mean it, it it's great it's entertaining to watch and they're gonna have um you know we're in for a good hockey season for sure 
takes um, a lot of energy it, when you're down it like takes that. A, oh yeah, it, I mean, like, and obviously it shows like you know, like that kind of hard grit that I think like really characterizes Boston sports for sure. Um, that you know, we 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 love to see as Boston uh, Boston fans. But that being said, I mean, you know, again, that's not a great way to win hockey games, um, and you're not going to be able to do it all the time, particularly in the playoffs. Uh, you, you'll most likely get shut down by a much better team in the playoffs. And I think it just is masking some of the deeper issues that are still lingering with this team, even after all this long, because Don Sweeney needs to do nothing, motherfucker. I'm sorry. You can edit that out. I'm sorry. I, I, no, I, that's fine. That's where we're all the time. One. Obviously, you, know you guys I mean? don't like, listen to the podcast. <laughs> well, yeah, but like, I know, but I, I, I'm sorry. Yeah, Anyways, I, I get it. It's hard listening to yourself sometimes. Well, yeah, when I hear myself say it, like, I'm like, um. <laughs> but but it is also humbling. Like I, I mentioned earlier, uh, in this game, Boston went three for four on the power play, and last week I was complaining because when Boston got back, they went one for eight once he got back on that top line. So, no, you know, this come. game at least proved me wrong. The next one, not so much. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> to, to use uh, some Jimmy logic. <laughs> yeah, oh, man, I don't know. You're digging deep there. <laughs> Uh, but with this last game, I mean, they were obviously tired. They were um, definitely. It looked like they were on the last game of like a long, long road trip. Um, oh, I'm still, still on, I'm still on Wednesday. Here. I didn't go. Oh, over. excuse me. Sorry, Dave. No, it's all right. But yeah, that's my hope thing. <laughs> uh, it was definitely a ballsy one, as you said. Like coming back from like a three goal deficit or like a two goal deficit. Yeah, that that's pretty ballsy to do and. You know, you, this team has been on the road for such a long time. They've been getting all these wins. It's it's pretty good. They haven't even been playing been playing at home. It's a crazy win streak. Good for good for the Bruins, man. I think it shows up to show how good they are this year. I thought they'd be worse than last year, but my God, these like past like five games, they just they've been oof. Let me speechless. <laughs> Uh, yeah, now these last these last five games have been exciting. I, I mean, who doesn't like a nice come from behind? But like we were, like you were saying, Justin, it's um, you, it's not going to be sustainable in the playoffs. You're going to get just the your doors blown off here, and then you know it does take a ton of energy when you're down. When you're up, you can kind of play, sit back and play a little bit more defense. Obviously, you don't want to do it too much. You don't want to lull yourself to sleep, but you just yeah. I don't like this habit we're in right now. Four straight comebacks. Um, and by it's not only one of them was one goal deficit. The rest of them were two or three. So, Krejci, Marshawn, McAvoy, and Richie all with an assist in this game. Rask was 22 of 25. This was Pasternak's 10th career hat trick in 393 games. I think uh, the next one. I, on the Bruins list was number 12, and was that... Ah, shoot. I lost it. But he had 12 in, like, a 1,000 games. It was one of the 70s guys. Oh, my God. It was a Busick? No. Oh, my God. It's on the tip of my tongue. Esposito. I think it was Esposito. I think so. And, again, he had 12, and that was in a 1,000 games, so... The stats that they showed on Nesson were pretty cool. That's where I got that from, and I just should have written it down better before I erased it off my DVR. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good this week. <laughs> and Friday we alluded to Boston two to one win. 
23 shots to 24. Uh, Boston over Philadelphia. Uh, Philadelphia over Boston, excuse me. No scoring in the first two periods. I mean, other than the Bruins coming out a little slow and flat, which I think this is what you were getting at, Justin, about them mm-hmm. being tied on the end of, you know, a, uh, I think it was a four-game road trip. They did have a nice three to five minutes bike in the middle of it in the middle of that first period but i mean other than that this game i felt was pretty decently back and forth this was the um was this the game with the clifton fight yes i think so yeah and i don't even think it really gave them much energy i feel like they had a lull after that yep um but 27 seconds into the third period james van reamsdyke opens the scoring uh on the power play Van Reams like with a tip uh, off the shot from the point just went right down in between pad, uh, Rask pads. There was really nothing he could do on that one. I mean, yeah, you hope he can anticipate it, but he really can't stand with his legs closed. He won't be able to move if he has to. And you know that's why Van Reams Dyke is there. Uh, 12-0-1 in the third. Boston scores Brad Marchand, uh, assisted by Postonok and Charlie McAvoy. 63 really fought. This was like a real dirty, greasy goal right there. Fights for the rebound um, and is able to tuck it in as he's being mugged. Bergeron was over there tying up another Philly defenseman. What uh, leadership right there. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah. he's one of the smallest guys on the ice, and he's just right out in front of the net getting cross-checked into the ice and is able to have – he's got the hand-eye coordination to be able to gather that puck up and get it in between the posts. Uh, and at 12:28, Sean Corrali with the game winner. I mean, this was just a, a nice shot by Corrali coming in off the rush, clean entry from Bjork, passes it right over and he above the circle and cross corner, glove side. Um, I feel like Elliott should have had that though. Yeah, I I I feel like the Philly goalie should have had a few of these. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that that one definitely, I feel like he should have had. It, it was playing a uh i don't think he was playing the right angle yeah farabee had a penalty shot that was you know i forgot about that while i was while i was going over what was going happening in the game but you know it wasn't really anything special i didn't think (coughs) no not absolutely not that that was that wasn't a great shot from him jack made it sound super exciting and when i saw because i wasn't looking when it happened but yeah, and then the Bruins Instagram I, just clowned him. I, <laughs> <laughs> really good. <laughs> they clowned that guy. I love that. That shot. Uh, awesome. Are we gonna see uh, Jack Edward Jack Edward clown shirts like we saw God- Goodell? <laughs> Probably. I sure hope so. Oh my god. They, they, they had one shot of him though the other night of him like eating food or some something like that. His hair looked awful. I I don't know if that was in in a meme somewhere. I feel like I saw it somewhere uh, after. It was like an awful photo. I'm like, oh, dude, God. his hair's like falling down. Like it looks, God. Charlie McAvoy, Justin, you had him as one of your, you didn't have him as a dud, right? Uh, no, 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 I did not. All right. uh, I, oh, that's right. I was anticipating Jimmy having him as three duds. Um, yeah, McAvoy set points in seven straight games, a goal, nine assists. He's a plus four. His time on ice, he's what? 24 plus minutes something I think so. I, he's got to be so. right around around 24 minutes Some, sometimes he's 25 26 it's you no know. any any more thoughts on these games I wish we had a couple Buffalo games to talk about but you know COVID yeah um that Crowley shot in, in the last game that was a really good shot I didn't think I didn't I didn't think Crowley would have that kind of shot in him so good for him to get that goal it's the second of the season 
He beat Elliot with it and got the game winner. Yeah, and you went to it, and Crowley's known for those goals, too. Like, uh, and that's what I appreciate about him. Like, like whenever the Bruins need a goal in, like, in a tight situation, like, I feel like he's the guy who just loves to score those. Um, and he definitely has a track record for that. But overall, like, another gritty win, but I'm starting to realize that they just have a rotating, like, well, not realize, but I feel like they don't have a lot of scores on this team. They really don't. And it's frustrating, but I'm anxious to see what happens when DeBras comes back in the lineup, maybe see how he's doing. Yeah, and I was reading today that DeBruskin was like a skating. Um, they had DeBrus skating on a line with Coyle and was it wasn't Frederick Bjork. Bjork, yeah. Um, I mean that could be interesting. I hate to give up on that Ocean's line already, but maybe that's just kind of a sign of Coyle is about to t- spend some time on the pine. Maybe a game, maybe, a, maybe just a quick game see what's going on, see what he can fix. Uh, it's going to be interesting on Wednesday night. Uh, tomorrow night, I should say, we of course are recording on Tuesday. Uh, and this is the point where I would ask Jimmy if he wanted to make a bet. I just like winning. It's time to bet your ass. Catch me outside. Here on the Boston Bee Party. How about that? That that take is terrible. First game is Columbus going to Dallas. I believe it's in Dallas. Roslovic, Seth Jones from the left wing boards. Moving in, Roslovic scores! His first as a Blue Jacket. 2-0 Columbus. And that game is actually getting played tonight. And thank gosh I picked it for Thursday because I have Columbus beating Dallas, and they are down 3-1 to one right now, I believe. The uh, next game is Arizona. I have them beating uh, St. Louis. And now Kajul in front. They score! Tipped in through the legs. And it is now 1-0. And the Coyotes with that pressure. We got Calgary going to Winnipeg. Mason Appleton to stuff this home and the Jets have tied the game. And I have Calgary winning that game. Nope. And since Jimmy's not here, I made him send over uh, his picks. He went 3-1 and one last week. Uh, he also threw one out. I didn't... Justin, did you see that at all, the pick that he threw out? I, I didn't uh, know. No, I did not. Wait, 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 wait. I was trying to think of that. Um, I, I started. He, he said he wanted. I don't know. We'll, we'll take his word for it, but we're not counting it. I just wanted to get that in there. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Maybe we can. Maybe we can convince Jimmy to start throwing out picks. You know, on a daily basis, if he wants to throw out a quick one, you know, he could uh, really uh, advertise the segment in it or something. Uh, I like that. Get that on tape so I remember. <laughs> All right. Uh, I think that brings Jimmy to 10-3 and three on the season. Uh, I'll have to double-check oh, yeah. that. Uh, so he's doing pretty good. Again, if you're following him for hockey picks, much better than his football picks. Uh, and this week he has, on Thursday night, 
the 11th, he has Vegas beating Anaheim and San Jose beating the uh, Los Angeles Kings. So I don't know if I want to watch either of those two games. No, those, those uh, other than maybe uh, other than maybe to watch Vegas a little bit, but beyond that, oh, that's a that's oh, a good lineup. That's like, oh, that's like yeah. just no, no. Yeah, yeah. So, all right, keep an eye out for Jimmy's picks. I'm sure he's going to put them out at JimmyShea19. Uh, you can also follow us at BostonBeeParty1 on Twitter. Moving on to upcoming games. I had mentioned they play on Wednesday night. And good time for my internet to slow down. <laughs> Thank you, Comcast. <laughs> Thank you so Not much, nice Comcast. Today. Don't forget, I do need a sponsor, Comcast. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, New York. Nice. Boston comes yeah, home New to Rangers. play New York, or are they? Nope. Not Madison Square somewhere. Garden to play New York uh, on Wednesday and Friday, and then their first back-to-back of the year. They will be playing the Islanders on Saturday, and the Monday game against New Jersey has been postponed. Not sure if we're gonna get a game in New Jersey or against New Jersey. Excuse me. Next Thursday. Uh, and it's if not, like, there's like a bye week in there now. So I don't mm. know if they're going to be able to reschedule any of these other games. But that's, <sighs> I, I'm not liking this. It's going to be too much time off. They haven't yeah. played since last Friday. I mean, four games. That's more That's more of like a, a regular, regular season, if you ask me. Yeah, I know. But now to go into it and, you know, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, and no games till at least next Thursday, and that could be – the, the next game after that is Sunday the 21st against Philadelphia, so... Oh, that's Philadelphia's yeah. got some issues right now, too, yeah. and you were just in Philly. That's not great. So, uh, yeah, no. th- that's uh, that's what we're going on. I, I am excited to see New York. I want to see uh, Lafreniere, is it? I always butcher yeah, his Alexis name. Yeah, Lafreniere, yeah. You know, New York just had an issue uh, with, was it Tony D'Angelo? They put him on waivers nobody wanted him after an incident apparently he was not a great teammate to say the least i don't know much more about it so i'm not going to speak too much of it uh, i don't like talking about other people's business like that you know what i mean yeah, no. so all right let me pull up the rangers here uh what are you guys looking forward to most about these next two games about the rangers justin uh, honestly, I'm just excited to see all their um, all the young talent that the Rangers have. I watched like uh, a game that they've had against um, like Pittsburgh and whatnot a little bit, um, but they they are just really loading up on prospects, and uh, it's kind of fun to see just to see them. In a way, it I mean personally, it also annoys me because I'm like, oh, I wish we had that guy. <laughs> um, you know what I mean? But like, uh, they have a lot of young up and coming talent. And I think in a few years' time, they're going to be, like, one of your biggest rivals again uh, in your division. And they have um, a young kid, uh, Ryan Lindgren, who is a Bruins um, prospect that they uh, drafted. He looks like he's a great defenseman. I'm like, oh, of course. And we gave him up for, I think, the Rick Nash deal. Ooh, did, he so go in the, did he go in the Rick Nash deal or did he go to dump Kevin Hayes? Uh, not Kevin Hayes, Jimmy Hayes. Ooh, that's a good one, too. I don't know. I thought it was in a Nash deal, but maybe I could be wrong. It's definitely in one of those two, for sure. It definitely was, but he he looks good, and, of course, again, former Bruin. But we'll see, Um, and I'm just more excited just to have the Bruins roster with at least a prospect in there. It gives you a little bit more 
options. I'm hoping to see what happens there. But definitely the Rangers are the team to watch right now. They're going to be a team that's going to be a pain in the ass in the future, guaranteed. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully like with- three to five years they'll be good. Sorry, Tyler. I, I agree with Justin. They'll be they'll definitely be a pretty big team in the future. I'm honestly surprised that I thought they were a good team, but they're actually low. The they're last in the East Conference uh, standings, which is surprising to me. I thought they were a good team with a lot of the pickups they have with like Panarin and uh, Sabanjid. I heard about Sabanjid's struggles on Instagram too, but I thought they were What's at least a decent team. What's going on with him? I didn't hear that. We're just I, scoring struggles or personal struggles. Maybe. Maybe scoring struggles. Oh, okay. He's he's been playing in games every game, so I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing the rank playing the Rangers for the first time with the Booper the Bruins. Uh, that would be a tough game, but I think Boston will win out of this one. Could be a close one once again, though. Yeah, hopefully not too close. I don't want to be in like the uh, the Devils games, but yeah, um, definitely some ta- young talent on this team. Jacob is it Jacob Trubia? Yeah. Yeah, uh, Trubia. Yeah. Yeah. You know when he was in. Winnipeg, I really liked him uh, from afar. I don't know how well he's doing this year, but um, you know, Atemi Panarin, yeah, Panarin, not Panera. Um, <laughs> Chris Kreider, Bukchevich. Oh, I love Chris Kreider. Um, they goal Shesterkirch and is it Georgiev or Greg Gorgiev? I'm not sure. I apologize on that. You know, those are decent goaltending. So. Uh, definitely would like to see, you know me, I'm a rival guy. I would love to see a, a Rangers rival come back. The Islanders, this will be the second time we've seen the Islanders, right? We only played them once before? Yeah, yes. and we the did one, not play That was a, the shutout one nothing game. I mean, there's a, another team that I think is a, these two New York teams are young teams, up and coming for sure. If you're asking me, obviously um, the Islanders were in the playoffs last year and have been looking much better than days of yonder past <laughs> Not, <laughs> nothing like the nothing like the old 80s ones though Tyler what are you looking forward to in the island from the Islanders um I look forward to seeing seeing us play against them obviously but I think the Islanders will beat us again that team just looks ready to win a cup like seriously they I mean they they're they're actually been a, they're a much better team this year with I mean five and four but I think they'll definitely pick it up. I think they'll start with the Bruins, the top team. It'll be an important game for them, for sure. Yeah. No, I see. Oh, sorry, sorry, Dave. Don't go. Oh, no, I, um, I, I'm excited just because, um, you know, Barry Tross, he's got, you know, that, that he plays that really defensive, uh, good defensive structure. Um, and he really, um, you know, and the, the players get behind them. They they play really hard defensively, um, and the Bruins are also known for their defense. So I, I feel like you're going to see a very similar game to what we saw the first first time they met this season, which is you know just a hard nosed defensive team, which I find entertaining sometimes because usually involves a lot of heavy hits. Um, you know, what I mean, a lot of just like you know desperate plays offensively. So I don't know. So I I I'll look forward to that, but uh, I definitely. Um, do agree to that they're, they're an up and coming team as well and again I mean every time we play them though I, I just watch Matthew Balsall and I yet again ring the bell on Don Sweeney and say you could have you could have had him you you whiffed on him three times like what well, I, I don't understand but anyway so that's another play that we whiffed on and that's and, always a and his, four, his four goals this season are definitely better than Jake DeBrusque's one shootout goal 
Oh, for sure. I mean, he's, he's like, I mean, I mean, Jesus here. Like, I mean, like, it's just, and Thomas Shabbat is lighting it up, up, up in Ottawa, by the way. But anyways, it's just, it's, you know, but it's, so it's always a good time to watch these teams play. Good defensive minded team. So hopefully the Boons come up top, but, you know, I picked the Islanders for this one. Good goaltending for them too. Varlamov, 5-2-1 this year. 188 goals against. 932 save percentage with three shutouts. One of them, as we mentioned, was against you earlier in uh, January. Uh, I definitely think this should be the harder game. Quick little, what did we say? It was going to be a quick little three-game road trip. Uh, no, extension to the road trip, really, right? You had four days off, but it's still technically a road trip. Yeah. Yeah. Barzal has six points on the year. Oh, no, that's in the last five games, excuse me. I, I, yeah. I apologize. Uh, Emberley, three goals in the last five games. Basel, five assists. Uh, I think I, I, I enjoy watching the Islanders play against Boston. I don't know why. I've been to a couple of the, the games in the, uh, I almost called it the Fleet Center, in the TD Garden. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, oh, God. All right. Let's, uh, Head around the league. We mentioned some of the COVID things going on. Flyers Capitals postponed due to COVID. COVID, excuse me. I really wanted to get you guys' thoughts, though, on John Tortorella. Oh. Tyler, we kind of mentioned this before you got on, so I'm going to start with you because I have an idea about you, Justin. But um, John Tortorella benched Jean-Luc Pierre for... What? The entire game. Almost the much. entire yeah. game. He played less than four yeah, minutes yeah. in the game. So moves the uh, – gets the trade in motion, gets Patrick Lane. Good player. Apparently he got benched last night for the final 26 minutes of the plus of the game. And I had mentioned that I kind of had seen on Twitter – I don't know whose account. I apologize that he was mouthing off to one of the coaches. I, I get it, but is it going to be too much – but Torch, couldn't he have find him and let him play? He should let him play. I mean, just because he had one bad shift, does you can't you can't just sit him. And he just joined the team. He's one of your star. He's one of the star players from Winnipeg that you picked up. It was his second Honest, game, right? I I I don't I don't pay attention I to Columbus. So. I think so, actually. Can I just say the reverse retro jerseys? They are horrible. Who? Let me just point Columbus Blue Jackets. Those are, those jerseys are so bad. Like my God, they put no effort into that. Uh, I can't even watch them. I liked Washington. Put no effort into that. Oh yeah, Washington's is so good. Yeah. And honestly, I like Phillies too. I like Phillies retro jerseys. I like those better than their home jerseys. Regularly. Yeah, I'm coming around on some of these retro jerseys for Same. sure. Anyway, uh, back to uh, Torts. Honestly, him p- benching Patrick Line is going to put player morale down like like a lot. Yeah, you you just picked up Patrick Line from Winnipeg to the Winnipeg Jets. He was like one of their best players, and the fact that you actually got him for Pierre Luc Dubois, that is a good damn trade for Columbus. And now you're starting to put this guy down for like a whole period or two. That is just a very bad decision to make. Sure, we have, we all have the we all have bad days. We all have bad games. It happens, but you can't bench a player for that. He just joined the team. You don't want him to be. You don't want him to be unhappy and go to, to a different team. Don't swing to do your thing. <laughs> which, which is what? Watch somebody else pick him up. I uh, no no yep. no. Which yeah you, yeah. Watch someone else pick him up. Then then get a fourth line player to put in the top six. And they get Fluto Shinzawa or somebody around here to write a story about how he was almost in on him. 
about how he was like, yeah, yeah, and then uh, Pluto and they, they all praise him for uh, the move afterwards, saying like, oh, you know, well, he's he's a good guy, he just you know, does a lot of right things, you know, little <sighs> things right, and you know, and all that other bull crap that they love to feed you. Uh, it was Lana's fourth game, by the way. He was a oh, minus one game. and Jeez, played uh, 11 minutes and 14 seconds of that game, according to NHL.com's Craig Mers. And then the other player that came over in that trade, uh, Roslovic. Roslovic, yeah, he's been nice. Yeah, he had a, yeah, nice, goal. a nice goal the other night. You know, if, if Torts, I, I guess my question to you too, Justin, is how sustainable is this with Torts? So I... Honestly, Dave, like, I, I mean, if you're, if you're Columbus right now, you have to be – there has to be some level of concern over why are these star players, like, not wanting, wanting to, like, leave here and wanting to sign elsewhere. Panarin, maybe you could argue more – it was more about the money than it actually was, like, you know, the whole atmosphere, I guess. But still, one star that didn't want to be here. The goaltender, Borowski, didn't want to be there. Um, um, Were there big issues with Torts and Borowski? So I know I know if, I know if it was towards issues, but I don't think Borowski was interested in, in returning right. at all. Him and Panarin know, again, both wanted be, free agency, right? Yeah, yeah. So that could very well just be a money thing. Um, but still, like they, so they didn't want to want to be there. It seems, and then Pierre Luc Dubois. Um, now you got him pension lining. Now, I, I, from what I've heard, Line can be actually kind of an asshat, quite honestly. Because uh, I know he was uh, bitching when he was in Win- Winnipeg about um, playing, uh, not playing with the center he wanted to play with, or something related to that. Yeah, and um, he hasn't so I, been that great recently. Yeah, no. So he's, I mean, he he was like phenomenal in his first few years, and now he's kind of like averaged off a little bit. So I'm not too sure what's going on there, but it's definitely a cause for concern. I mean, be it Tortorella and his coaching method or whatever. Um, if you're Columbus, that's a genuine concern. And I would think they would start with kind of the head coach and work their way from there. You know, Jimmy, if you were here, I'd ask you, how, what are the odds of him making the season? So I guess we'll have to look into that on our own. Damn it, Jimmy. <laughs> Damn it, Jimmy. How dare you have to work? Should we rest in peace, Tim? Rest in peace, Jimmy Shane. Rest in peace, Jimmy Shane. <laughs> like he did to Tyler. <laughs> oh, shit. Sorry. Jimmy, rest in peace. Um, I have a kind of funny feeling that this Lake Tahoe series might be in some jeopardy right now. Absolutely. You know, a uh, couple yeah, of players in Philly on, in COVID protocols. It's only, what, two weeks away? Is it that? Is yeah, it, I think it's, it's like it's the in 20, February, right? 20th, 21st, right? Hold on. Let me... Wow. I thought it was uh, like the 20s. Yeah, the 20th and the 21st. So that's oh, wow. a week and a half away, roughly. Oh, a so that's over definitely that. in trouble. Yeah, that sucks. I mean, you gotta. I, I think they should start. Con- the NHL should come up with some backup plans to get another couple of teams in there if they can. Oh, that's for sure. Let me try one of those least, AHL yeah. teams to play there. Uh, no, Jimmy's betting on the AHL teams on Thursday night, so. <laughs> Vegas should have an easy win there. <laughs> Undoubtedly so. Sean Couturier finally returned for the Flyers as soon as Boston leaves town. Maybe the back end of the series will be decent to watch. Yeah, I mean, he, he's got a big loss, Couturier. I mean, he's a big – I think he goes very – I think he's one of uh, one of the very underrated players of the game. And so I think uh, they're really missing his presence. Yeah, absolutely. He's definitely one of their good players. Oh yeah, there's also a new Penguins president. I just heard about that. One Ooh. of their one of those yes, goalies um, from the Flyers. 
Brian Burke was hired as president, and Ron Hextall is GM of the Penguins. Which I, I've listened to um, sports. What is it? Uh, Sportsnet up in Canada, the Toronto station up there, and he's on there a lot. He makes a lot of sense. He's been around the game forever. Coached Toronto years ago. Ron Hextall, of course, was a pretty darn good goaltender back in his day. Uh, he actually was part of the Islanders organization most recently, I believe. So that's I where he, I heard him from. Okay. I think he yeah. may have. Uh, let's see if I get his stats, stats in here. But Burke, 31 years of NHL as an NHL executive. This is again on NHL.com by Wes Crosby. Most recently was the general manager of the Anaheim Ducks in 2007 when they won the Stanley Cup. Was the general manager of the Hartford Whalers in '93, the Canucks in '98 to '04. Oh, most recently was the general manager of the uh, Maple Leafs. I knew that he was up there. Okay, Maple Leafs. All right. And then uh, and that's Burke, and then of course Ron Hextall. Like I said, played for Philly back in the day. Scored a scored a goalie goal back in the day. Um, you know how popular how uh, often that happens that must have been nice to see yeah that'd yeah. be really cool to just watch that that would did we did Rene do that recently was he the last, kind of like the last goal to intended to do I th- that yeah I, well, yeah I want to say so but I'm not even 100% okay. sure on that so alright and then Hextall where is he was a sixth round pick in the 1982 NHL draft played 11 seasons 11 seasons for Philly played for 13 years total Helped the Flyers to the Stanley Cup final as a rookie. Con Smythe. You know, Ron Extall was a good goaltender. So, yeah. uh, and then I saw earlier today that, is it uh, Miko Koivu retired from the NHL today? Or is uh, planning on retiring from the NHL officially from so. today? Uh, That's unfortunate to hear. He was Minnesota's best player. Yeah, ever. I thought of you immediately about about that because I know how you like the, uh, the older washed up guys, Tyler. <laughs> oh, washed up guy. Uh, I love how Tyler doesn't even fight back. Try to no, stir- he just he just accepts it. <laughs> try well, to stir the try to stir the pot with him. At least if I tell you that Canada is definitely going to win gold because Don Sweeney is the assistant general manager of Team Canada, I can get a rise out of you. Yo, that's absolutely disgusting. The fact that I'm, and I'm so pissed because then people are gonna be like, "Oh my God, it was good enough to be in the uh, the assistant on the World uh, Canada team." I'm like, "You're picking from a pool of all these stud players. How can you fuck that up?" <laughs> <laughs> it's like Jesus Christ. I don't know. Ask Slovakia. <laughs> oh my God. And honestly, had he been the GM, he probably would have picked all fourth line Canadian players. Right thing. <laughs> and, and that would have been the first time that can, that Canada got bounced in like the early early rounds for fuck's sakes because he can't got oh god see Tyler that's how it's done <laughs> <laughs> so fucking bunch of and Tyler Toffoli on the season Josh Anderson on the, I, oh my I, god I, oh, we, we should have picked up one of those guys Dude, even if it, honestly, even if you just signed Toffoli just 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 you know fuck Craig Smith just signed Toffoli and Whatever, whatever. <laughs> he just gave up. Uh, I, I, don't I, I, I don't know if I can blame him. He's been going at Sweeney since last year. Well, well, now, now in the most recent trade, 
Well, yo, in the in the most recent trade rumors, they they've been uh, they I think they're they've been rumored to this winger again. How many how many trade deadlines are we gonna watch Don Sweeney trade for a bum of a winger? Who's like, who's like, the winger that you hear? Oh, he's it's a young kid. Uh, I can't remember for the life of me uh, what team it's he's from. Canucks. No, he's on the Canucks. He's on the Canucks. It was. It, I, I would have been excited if it was Brock Poser, but it's definitely <sighs> not going to be him. Um, That's a pipe dream. Oh yeah, total pipe dream. Um, but he's on the Canucks. But of course, he's had a very down, quiet year. But Sweeney and Co. apparently see something, just like Kasha. Which where is he now? Oh, is he? Is he still concussed? Yeah. Oh yeah, he hasn't even hit the ice yet. So he's biking right now. Nice job, Don Sweeney. Nice job. All right. So you said a young winger on Vancouver. Yes, on the Canucks. And I, and I first I got excited because I thought it may have been Brock Rosa, but no. 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 Is it Louis Erickson? No, he said young. Yeah, no, young. No, and Louis, honestly, I'm, he I'm would be surprised. Bring him back. He would bring him back and give him like a, a five-year contract with like six million per. Yeah, I, I don't <laughs> know. I can't even take a real good guess at that. Um, Jake Verrett? Verrett? Yeah, Jake Vertman. That's what it is. Jake Vertman. Jake Vertman. Yeah. All right, let's see. Yeah, there's a. It, it's on Boston Hockey now, as well as some other uh, other sites. Um, How is that site? I've like, read a couple of be... things from ha- uh, Joe Haggerty. I like, but well, honestly, I I definitely like Joe Haggerty. I think he's gotten a lot of bad rap over the over the years, but I like Joe Haggerty personally. Yeah. Um. I I I saw. I love the tweet that he's like, "I'm not your buddy to you." <laughs> I was like, oh my god, how is this kid not blocked? <laughs> yeah, right? Seriously, like, Jesus. No, but Hags is a good writer. Um, He's awesome. Definitely fair. I, I, I like him. All right, so Jake Veriton, age 24, yeah. 6'1, 226, 291 career games, 51 goals, 45 assists, but he's a minus 26. Yeah, he sounds like he's right up Don Sweeney's alley. Right up his alley. Fourth line, fourth line guy, huh? Another, yep. another guy who can barely play on the third line, and he's not really producing, and he could trade Jake DeBrusque for that. I'm like, are you kidding me? At least with Jake oh, DeBrusque, don't, you oh. know he, he, can, he can get there. You know he has that ceiling, yet I, you're going to sell for a guy with who, who it's just, what does he do? He skates around like in circles? That's great. I can do that on a good day. He's making two year signed a two-year $5.1 million contract, so he's making about, what, two seven five a year? Two five, yeah. Around that, yeah, yeah. Roughly. So, yeah, that definitely sounds like a Sweeney kind of guy. And I, I, I definitely think that DeBrusque is going to be your number one trade piece come trade deadline, especially if you can even get him a little warmed up because I, I just don't know if, how much longer they're going to stick with his streakiness. Uh, yeah, I, I, I won't be surprised if DeBrusque is traded now. He just had a, he's had a horrible year. It would be it would be the a prime time to sell high on a guy. I mean, he's you're not gonna get him. He's not at his highest, obviously, because why would you trade someone at his highest unless you had to, Columbus? <laughs> but I, I definitely I, I definitely think that's that's a trade piece if you can't get him going. Yeah, him and Bjork, I think, are gonna be their two big trade pieces. I think this year. And if you're going to see one of those move, I have a feeling about it. You know, I forgot and, about Bjork because he's been playing and he's been playing pretty decently too. So, but yeah, we've definitely heard some a few things about Bjork, but I I don't hear any names coming in. Like you telling me about Jake Veriton is the first time I've I've heard anything. Um, so I I guess I got to follow Boston hockey now. 
Well, to be honest with you, Dave, I, I don't be surprised because it's, you, you usually don't hear anything. It's because I dig that hard for these things on a regular basis that I even knew about it. Otherwise, I would have never have known. Nice. Um, because you never, ever hear Bruins on, like, significant trade rumors whatsoever. And if they are, they're rumored just to be calling in. Right. Oh, oh there's, a star, there's a star who wants out of town. Yeah, of course we called. No shit, you didn't. <laughs> oh, oh god. god, that that's like a Belichick thing there. Yeah, well we we heard that he was out there, so um yeah, we picked up the phone. <laughs> <laughs> the terrible that's Belichick exactly. impersonation, but I think the cadence was right. <laughs> you know, honestly, honestly, if, if Johnson was just a little bit, I guess if he was more like Bill, like he like like he would sound very similar. Like Jesus. Might as well say the same thing. Uh, all right. Uh, that's about all I got. Tyler, you got any closing thoughts? Nope. I've, we've talked about so much today, man. Like, you know how it is. Boston Bee Party. <laughs> <laughs> Rest in peace, Jimmy Shea. Peace. Rest in peace, Jimmy Shea. <laughs> Justin, closing <laughs> thoughts other than rest in peace? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, I, honestly, we'll see, we'll see what this uh, layoff does for the team. Um, and let's hope that, you know, they get some good rest in and – I don't know. I'm hoping to see more again, again, more five on five goal scoring, not by the first line, but by the rest of the line. We'll see if they can get going. Um, but my other thing is, is I hope not too many more games get canceled by COVID. I mean, it took us this long to like to get a hockey season. So let's, let's keep it going here. <laughs> right. Just, just looking back at the schedule when we went over it, I'm a little nervous that we're going to end up with a, an unscheduled bye week because of New Jersey. I don't know if they're going to be able to get back for that next a week from Thursday game. Um, not. Hopefully. Uh, but at the same point, they just canceled the Monday game. And then, you know, you just sat on the shelf for four days. You're going to have to end up sitting for, uh, I think it was another six or seven, which is great on a regular year where it's stretched out the way it is but with the, it's all condensed this year i don't know i'm not looking forward to it getting more condensed down the road if that makes any sense yes it does you know especially with, playoffs time. yeah especially with the older core you know, oh, I, know yeah. I know playoffs you you play every other night so you basically right now have a season of almost playoff style games where you usually it's like three games, four nights off or something like that. You know, I know they compress it at different points throughout the year, but no, it's definitely a cause for concern. Um, especially where, cause the, this old core, I don't think can play much past the second round to be honest with you. I think that's kind of like their limit at this point, especially once uh, they start tearing each other's groins. <laughs> Jock straps a little bit too tight. <laughs> That's not a jock strap. <laughs> That's true, too. All right, gentlemen. Thank you very much. Jimmy, we missed you. Uh, you can check us out at Boston Bee Party 1 on Twitter, and you can check for Jimmy's picks uh, at JimmyShea19. We will talk to you all next week. Go Bees. Go Bees. Go Bye, Bees. Boston. Both guys, five minutes each for fighting! Yo.